This is a Good Time Charlie production. On your marks, get set. So this might be my favorite class of bakers yet, like ever. I like I really enjoyed this group of people end to end, like all of them. But it probably was one of the. I don't know, it was not the best season of Bake Off in the in the function of baking. But let us get to it. It's Crimp It's a great British Bake Off podcast. I host it. I'm the Inner Table Seven Thirteen. I also uh, I also have other people who host along with me. It's uh, Nick Ju. What's good, lady? I'm back, bitches. <laughs> he was present <laughs> in the show, no matter what. He was there yes. last week. Y'all so had a great got, show. Got... Oh, thank you. Thank you. And that's my homeboy, Tatum216. I have even more proof that biscuits are just scones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that video a while ago. It was at, like maybe last year. When it was going around the Twitterverse. Yeah, when they when the, the, the Brits first got their hands on some, some Popeyes. My man yeah, said, it's I, a scone. It's a, it's a scone. And then he ate that bitch like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> like, sir, it is so, it is so not. Uh, well, it's the finals. We don't get a theme this week. We It's the finals. It's going to be a bunch of stuff getting thrown at you all at once at high clips. And you will have to deal with it. And uh, that's kind of the the joy of the finals. But also what sucks about the finals, because there's a little bit of everything going on. And I cannot, I don't know if I enjoy that. But before we slide you over to that section of, you know, I got to hook you up. We got to do a little something, something news wise, news related. Bakers make the world go round. I want y'all to know how excited I am every time that works on the first try, because it don't often do that. <laughs> Your news story this week. The Big Brunch 2022 judges meet Sola El Wale. Will Guidara from HBO Max's culinary show. This is from Sukriti Makhija. Sorry, I'm probably can't pronounce his brother's name or sister's name. I don't know. So from SK Pop, the Big Brunch is set to bring people together over brunch-inspired food. The one-of-a-kind show will bring together 10 chefs who share their business dreams and compete for a chance at $300,000 as they put brunch-related dishes for the judges and the hosts. The Big Brunch, however, is more than just curated food. It is equally about the people involved in the process. Dan Levy, the show's creator, chose 10 chefs to tell their stories about their culinary and personal journeys as part of the show. Sola El Wali and Will, whose last... Guidera, I'm going to see, I'm going to hope that's right. Uh, we'll judge the contestants' dishes with Schitt's Creek's Dan Levy hosting. The first three episodes of Big Brunch 
will air on November 10th, followed by three more on November 17th, concluded with the final two on November 24th. Okay, now that they, that we made, we made sense of that. The show will introduce Soleil, Wally, and Will as judges. The show will, much like Sunday brunches, aims to bring people together. And while the audience will not be able to eat the food that the chefs prepare, the warmth of the show will make many make viewers feel as if they are a part of it, even through their television screens. And on that note, let's find, learn a, a, a bit more about the judges, shall we? Well, I think we shall. Only not how you think. I'm not going to read no more of this article. It'll be in the show notes. You know what it is. But Nick, tell us some things. What we got going on here in the very near future? Yeah. So we are going to review the big brunch. Um, I begged the boys to do it because I got through like four episodes of the show over the weekend. I feel like I was begging a little bit because I know that the group kind of wanted was talking about like the holiday bake off edition. I'm like, sure, but there's this show. I just really loved it. And so I'm like, before I finish all the episodes, I I, you know, put it to y'all to see if you would be okay with that. And so I was like, well, let me stop and then I can go back to the beginning. So I'm really enjoying my rewatch. And so, yeah, hey, we're going to take uh, next week off. Uh, not really, because Ant and me got something to record, but <laughs> but this will be off and we'll come back. Not going to change the name or anything like that there. It'll be it'll, it'll still be this the name. We'll just uh, we'll get to it. And Nick's going to take the reins on that one. So she will be in the hosting chair. That'll be wow. a delight. Uh, it's going to be fun. And I'm excited for it. I, I, I've already uh, watched the first episode and had some thoughts and ideas. But Nick told me to hold on. And so I shall because I have faith in her as a person. Either and as a judge of, of going of or start too. over again is my <laughs> advice because it really hit me and it it's so reminiscent to me of the the GBBO so I think y'all will dig it. And if you want to go along with us on that ride, well, and have HBO Max, then jump over there. I think it's HBO Max. I don't know if it's uh, where it's available elsewhere around the world. And I have to say that because I was looking at our statistics and trust me, we got listeners around the world, That's which is crazy. a delight. Always makes me chuckle when I see that like uh, we, we riding deep. A lot of ladies in Wales. I say ladies because, again, <laughs> I have that data to back it up. 91 percent of the people who listen to the show are women. Thank you, ladies, for the support and listening to what we do. Women make the world. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. Accurate. Well, let's get to it, y'all. It's the finals. Our last, our remaining, forgive me, bakers are Abdul, Sandro, and Shabir. And just in case you didn't know, you know, Abdul is from, is 29 years old. He's an electronic engineer from, electronics engineer from London. Sandro is 30. He's a nanny. And Shabir is a cardiovascular research associate. And she be, I know that sounds like one thing, but then she was explaining when she made that uh, DNA helix, the the complex and the deep, the depth of her, Shabir doing some stuff that's going to save lives and also can bake. It's kind of dope. Yes. Uh, Our signature this week was a summer picnic. Uh, Six mini cakes, six vegetarian pies, six finger sandwiches made with a classic white loaf in any other situation i would think this might be a showstopper challenge yes it was it was unusual to put this this much work on them uh right up front uh they wanted them to use english grown ingredients 
And I wrote in my notes, this is the most bake-off, bake-off. This is like the, the most bake-off-y challenge they've done all series long. Again, I have very much enjoyed the series. I love these bakers. They ain't been on their game. It's been, a, been slightly like, <laughs> so. Uh, Shabira was going to make a no pork pie, which took her three times to say before Paul understood it. And Pooh had to say <laughs> she sang this. <laughs> It's going to be a lot of me talking about Paul this week. I want y'all to know that. Uh, this is made with aubergine, mushroom, the quail egg, and a pickle lily. I, and although I wrote the word pickle lily, did not write down what the hell pickle lily was. So let's be, let, why don't we find out what that is together? You did and I. The, how did y'all feel about the heavy American shade when they were talking about aubergine? I had. I didn't like that. I had a. Uh, I, I came. It was I, I came funny. across. A, I came across a TikTok recently that was like, "You'd never see more xenophobic shit than when you see Europeans talking <laughs> greasy about Americans." And I'm right. like, "Yeah, never lie. They be talking so wild and reckless." Pick it a little. So it just felt like a thing that I would do. Like, oh, here's my awful British accent. Like, it just it I, felt. I, I do do it, and because, because I do it, yeah. can I really be mad? You right, you're right. right. It was a nice uh, pickle for me. Pickle lily or mustard pickle. Ooh. A British interpretation of South Asian pickles, a relish or chopped and pickled vegetable with spices. Pickle lily. There hmm. we go, people. <laughs> Feels racist. Uh, no, that's piccaninny, but I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably what it's uh, bringing out of me, why I don't vibe yeah, yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that was her. That was her, that was her non pork pie. Her finger sandwich was a heart shaped finger sandwich filled with broad bean and coriander paste with a salsa verde. None of that seemed like it should have worked. I have to just have again. It's Shabir. That shit don't ever sound right. It be lamb and tuna fish, but it be going when she do uh-huh. it. So it's like it lamb just, and tuna fish. It worked out for her, and she made elderflower infused Swiss rolls filled with strawberry jam and rosemary cream. Uh, Abdul uh, used Yorkshire fettle cheese as a replacement or or an English stand-in for feta cheese, leek, onion, and rocket, and mint pie. I forgot what I told y'all rocket was. It is arugula. They call it rocket. And peppery uh, lettuce. Y'all know what's up with that. Uh, yeah. He made beet and carrot and cream cheese uh, and dill mini sandwiches. And he also made a Swiss roll filled with cherry and tarragon jam. Sandro went for cauliflower cheese pies and a short crust egg and crust sandwich, lemon and elderflower cakes, along with six fruit tarts and six blueberry jam biscuits. Each season, there is an overachiever on this show who feel like they got to do more than what was asked of them. And I hate that this season it had to be my boy. Because damn it, it was unnecessary. And it just leads to unforced errors the entire time. It was an upsetting week for your man's here. I want you to know that. <laughs> like, well, no, so, so when they, but when they gave us the package of like all the bakers that were left and doing their journey throughout the season, you had to give it to Sandro. My guy had some really beautiful bakes. Like he, I think maybe people feel like he didn't deserve to be there. But when I look back at his season, I feel like the judges were hard on him. He didn't underperform. Oh, uh, that's going to be a part of this conversation oh. in my notes. Worry not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, go I, ahead. I, I honestly feel like from the beginning, 
like Sandro was always making beautiful things. Like I don't understand why he never got a handshake. I don't understand. What, right. Like I, I wish it was something more that Prue did. Like I know, uh, you know, Paul Hollywood got his handshake. If Prue had something that was like mm-hmm. just as high, like he, he, Sandro would have got it several times yeah. because you know when they play that good cop bad cop, Prue was like that, uh, always saying something glowing about it, and then Paulie be like that was shite. <sighs> Alas, mm. as for judging, Abdul overall looks quite nice. Swiss Rose lost a little color. The sandwiches were a bit irregular in size and a bit thick. The beaten carrot are crunchy and work well with the cream cheese. A nice soft sandwich. I don't think I ever want a sandwich described that way. Hmm. I just, I don't know. It just come off to me. It's kind of gross. The herb content in the pie was a nice kick. And the pastry is good. The cherry and the Swiss roll is good. Can't really taste the tarragon. Decent job. Flavors on point. Was this the first um, Swiss roll of the season? No, because I could have sworn Maxi made a Swiss roll. Yeah, because they all had to make a Swiss roll at some point. Because they were talking about a cracking. And uh, or maybe people would just made Swiss rolls for another event because old girl made a Swiss roll. Remember hers? Uh, Rebs, right? <laughs> Bruh, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> there are other Swiss rolls to be had this season. I can recall, so we'll, we'll just okay. give it a chat. <laughs> I ain't gonna think too hard on it because all I'm gonna do is sit there like, who was that? Nah, right. Also, I thought about the name Rebs, even though she was on that show this week. I was like. Who is you? Because <laughs> I ain't right? about you since <laughs> Right? They showed oh some God. one of the guys that was talking at the finale, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this? <laughs> like, who <laughs> is dude. this? That was the dude with, with the, the short arms. arms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, went, who, went, who went home week one? If I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> he, went, he, he went home during the first challenge. <laughs> oh, oh my god as for sandro massive sandwiches egg and crest boat was prue was all like is that mustard oh i feel oh. you okay <laughs> if y'all want to know what egg and crest salad is it's just egg salad with some water crest thrown in it mm-hmm. and if you get down with egg salad more power to you with some mustard in it because you know black people I the world around salad. so there you go uh, you might yes. love it with Cress even more. <laughs> yeah, that, they they like. I mean, I don't want to sound racist here, but like some people of some race just like mushy sandwiches, and I'm just not that dude. I'm just not that dude. Like I've never. I mean, had we're the egg- same race. <laughs> I like an egg salad sandwich. Unless I've we never, had an egg salad sandwich. Hold on, hold on. I've never had who one me? Before. Yes. Who me? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I can't eat eggs because I'm watching my cholesterol. But before I started this whole thing, it was like weeks. Okay. Actually, okay. Um, Starbucks makes a really good egg salad sandwich. Has a little dill okay. in it. It's not bad. I have, faith. I have faith in you as a person. And I will investigate that matter. I'll let y'all know. <laughs> I was, okay. no, I, I, we, yeah, go ahead. A quick aside. So, when you're eating an egg salad sandwich, does it have any kind of dynamic contrast to it, or is it yes. just one? Okay, that, the, I think that's the difference, though. The egg whites. No, <laughs> like <laughs> you like so. What I'm talking about is like 
with it need a crunch, it need a bite or something. Lettuce, but lettuce. But yeah, I was about to say either maybe some lettuce, maybe some pickle, something on that bad boy. Got to have a little lettuce. The, the Starbucks one has lettuce on it, Fair or enough. toast, or uh, toast. Yeah, that could be the move. That could be the move. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, uh, his pie was his pie crust was undercooked. The flavor absolutely delicious. And I wrote to hear my notes. Once again, many in Sandro's hands is a full on cake in anybody else's hand. Because that man made them, they were supposed to make these little mini cakes. And it's like, bro, what is. Then I met his family later this episode. It all made sense to me. You had people to feed in life. And 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 that is many to you. And mm-hmm. that's just what it is. I, I feel like I feel like he was not dialing in what many means. And I got, okay, baby, it's okay. <laughs> uh, uh, great flavor. Just. Too big is what they said about his his mini cakes. The judges didn't even bother trying the extra stuff he made. Sandro made uh, some uh, blueberry uh, uh, tarts. Um, excuse me, blueberry jam filled biscuits along with some fruit tarts. And Paul was like, "I'm not even going to try those." It's like, bruh. Why you got to be to- a hater, Paul? The tone was unnecessary. Uh, listen, but and also it's like just 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 try them shits and keep them motherfucking moving. Right. It's not like he's never tried something that somebody wasn't really including in the challenge. Thank you. Yeah, again. As for Shabir. But did he fit? um, I don't think he finished all of them, right? Yeah, he did. No, that that was just the way it was shot. When they they end up coming to pan around and show his shit, everything was there. So that was just that was just a weird edit point. It made it look like he, he ran out of time, but he truly didn't. They drank his Prosecco. Correct. Mm mm mm. As for Shabir, everything is uniform. Like hotel uniform is what Paul was basically saying. Unusual, really delicious, exactly the right texture. The pies could have used more salt, according to Prue. And let me tell you something, if an old white woman tell you your shit need more salt, it's it bland. must really be bland. <laughs> uh, but the crust is on point. Paul likes the look of the Swiss roll because the way she did it, she piped these uh, strawberries that then kind of wrapped around the Swiss roll, kind of baked into it. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, the rosemary overpowers the, the, the overall flavor, but the sponge is beautifully baked, soft and melts in your mouth, and goes well with the filling. Now, in our little, uh, what do you call this? Uh, <laughs> when, they, when they talk basically in the booth afterwards, but that's not what happens on this show. Shabira's like, every week this woman does say my shit tastes unusual. My flavor is unusual. <laughs> and I just I just don't know what to do with that shit because it's like, this shit is not unusual. And she is absolutely correct. Nothing that nothing Shabir has done is so out of pocket. But these these people just are just it's so unusual. This like she literally salt. she literally made peanut butter and jelly, and Paul and Prue were like, What? They were <laughs> and berry. So so <laughs> peanut butter and fruit together? No. It's like, yeah, you know, we do that everywhere else on the planet. Y'all just weird. Oh, good lord! I, I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe you know, with all the all the fun being made of fun of Americans, like we're we are truly the melting pot. Like we know a little bit about every culture and stuff like that, and they're like, "Oh yeah, peanut butter, I have that." <laughs> chip, chip, cheerio, all that rot. Uh, this week's technical challenge set by Paul: summer pudding bomb. They had to be elderflower, elderflower and berry jelly 
a cream of meringue, and a raspberry filling, all encased in raspberry-soaked bread. Two hours to complete. Crazy. None of the bakers know what this is. It's all tricks, no treats. The bread has to be rectangular to seal in the jelly and the meringue. They gave them vegetable gelatin, which has to be boiled to, to bloom. You can't just heat it. You can't just throw it in some hot water. You know what I'm saying uh, two bakers did understand that, but still. Um, again, in my notes, honestly, one of the worst technical challenges I've ever seen in both what they asked for and what was produced. This shit was whack, and it's not something they should have. Uh, <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't put this on them. It's, 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 it's like there's, there's no way, there's no way it was going to turn out right, and it didn't. So some, one of the, one of the bakers got close. Even the example looks disgusting. Like yes. soaking bread in syrup and then laying it on top of like goopy pudding. Mm-mm. <laughs> Again, it was terrible. Uh, Sandro didn't know to, to to boil his gelatin, and therefore his jelly didn't set. And he used round bread. He and he cut his bread into circles, and of course that wasn't going to work because it has to be rectangles because that's the only way you're going to be able to get it to seal correct. Uh, Shabira's uh, didn't set all the way. Uh, Abdul didn't soak his bread long enough, so it was like <laughs> white spots Marble. all over it. <laughs> yeah, it did kind of have a marbly effect. Be- I, again, it's just like I don't this. I don't know. Maybe this should have happened earlier in the season. Could have did this during bread week, perhaps. Because you had to make the bread, so you know, and, and and I don't know, bro. I was I was again love this class of bakers, hate this season otherwise. Not the season per se, but I've I hated some of the challenges they've done throughout. They could have did this instead of making those nasty ass tacos. <sighs> yes. <laughs> as for the judging, as I wrote this down, as Sandro and Shabira place their fully collapsed bottles on the table. They both laugh because they know they fucked up. They know it. They, they both just laugh and just walk off like, okay, I'm not alone. Uh, as for Abdul, your senior year, baby. <laughs> as for Abdul, his jelly set, there is a meringue, which they seem to appreciate, but the bread is, of course, pale because he didn't soak it right. Sandro, nothing is set. The bread was cut in circles. But the fruit was glazed perfectly, much to Prue's liking. And it just was like, that was so hilarious. Everybody got put on it. It was like, wow. And again, that's what Ant was just saying. How Prue has always had something positive to pull out for uh, Sandro. And this is only this is about the only time Sandro really came through with some bullshit. So to be honest, this is like, I'm right. saying he, he, he has been otherwise a pretty stellar baker. He fucked up in last week's technical too, but like, you know. <laughs> really? Uh, as for, uh, I wish you would have been here to talk about that because it was such a fucking. I was like, the so pretty, but you dumb as fuck. He cut that shit all the wrong way. He was like, what happened? <laughs> oh my God. The word, I mean, I mean, semicircle was right there. And yeah. so I, I, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, Sandra? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, for Shabir, the jelly is set. The rest is not. And the flavors were all, the, the flavors were all right. So your rankings, of course, were in third. Sandro, setting times are out. 
but Prue did love the glazed fruits, which is uh, <laughs> was hilarious to me. Uh, Shabir, not set, but was delicious. Abdul, the basics were... Well, let me set myself up. The basics were there. Uh, he was the... He needed to soak the bread more. He was the closest to hitting the elements, and it tastes good. However, this is where you get a second helping of bakers. Make the world go round. <laughs> bakers make the world go round. Trust me when I say the entire internet, including me, <laughs> was like this motherfucker. When Abdul won the technical, like we do for anybody who wins the technical, we applaud them. We applaud them for coming in first in technical. As everyone starts clapping for that man, Paul like, no, nah, no, nah, you don't clap for him. And I was like, bitch. Oh, no. But I don't stand alone. This is from the Daily Mail. Uh, Naomi Harris wrote this. Way to ruin his moment. Great British Bake Off fans slam Paul Hollywood as he urges bakers not to clap for Abdul's win after disastrous technical round during the final. Great British Bake Off viewers have hit it out have hit it hit out at Paul Hollywood for urging the bakers not to clap for Abdul Rahman's Sharif's, wow, I didn't know there was his whole name, win after the technical challenge. The trio were tasked with creating summer pudding bomb. The bakers found themselves baffled by the recipe during the disastrous round, with two of them presenting collapsed mounds of bread, mousse, and unset jelly. And as the bakers tried to clap Abdul for coming in first place for a technical for the very first time, Paul didn't think there was much to celebrate and told them, don't clap. Boo this man. After Paul's reaction, viewers were quick to take to Twitter to call out the judge for raining on Abdul's parade. One tweeted, Abdul finally wins his first technical challenge and, and yet says, don't clap. Way to ruin Abdul's moment and be a soggy bottom, Paul. Oh. While another shared, no, don't clap. Let Abdul have this win, Paul. Why Paul Hollywood shut, shout don't clap? His was the best. He deserved a round of applause, fumed a third watcher. Keeps going from there. Uh, I was uh, I was like, me? I, I truly was like, no, nah, bro. You let this man get his shine because he deserves it. He did. He he came as close to the brief as 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 all the three bakers there in the tent. And we are going to show him some love because it might not have been perfect, but it was great. And he came in first. That was a hard challenge. Nobody knew what that shit looked like. And if you get most of it right, that's a that's fucking glorious. That's a this win. Is, it, it's the last challenge, so it had to be difficult, right? And like, yeah, you you got to give somebody some credit because, I mean, first off, that was some bullshit. It was some shit that nobody should be eating to begin with, and then <laughs> it, it was hard. So, yeah, don't do that to that, man. Yeah. Uh, put some respect on my man's name. Uh, oh, and uh, confessional. That's the word I was looking for. After Sandro's confessional, you know, they did a little, a little flash to the background. They show things happening. They showed a bird catching a worm. It didn't really happen. And I was like, I ain't never seen The only time I've seen a bird catching a worm was on cartoons. It was wild to me to see that. And I thought it was so cool. Oh, I have it on right now. It's about to happen. I didn't notice it before. <laughs> So I was just like, I was like, holy shit, look at that. I just thought that was so neat. So that was wild to me. Yeah. The, I think Paul, like, shat on Abdul like that was, like, really, um, you know, 
I get what he thinks he's doing, but like at this point, it's not like your judge judging lets them go fix it, or there's nothing constructive to to bring to the next challenge. Like y'all threw a very difficult bake at them, and you said out of your own mouth that he had the basics down, so he should be congratulated for that. Thank you. That's big it. hater That's energy. For real, for real. I mean, I I don't know if they would ever do this, but I would like, especially when, okay, if it's a pro or a paw challenge, if they have like a video or like a a, a quick breeze through of them fucking doing it. Because Mm -hmm. like, y'all up here talking from the perch. um, (laughs) I don't even know if you could do that shit. Right. Yeah, that's real. (sighs) Nick Jew. Showstopper time for one last time this season. Were you show stopped? First, let me say that I was in fact show shopped, show stopped last week. I forgot to mention that in my recording. I've seen the show twice. I'm on my third watch right now, and I can only really tell you what Abdul's looked like. So, going off of that recollection, like, no kind of man, but yes, I think I was show stopped. The showstopper this week. A large edible sculpture themed, uh, the theme was Our Beautiful Planet. And. (laughs) Okay, yeah, this is the double helix, right? No, 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 no. That was last uh, week? Yeah, that was last week. This is, well, here, allow me to go through it. Sandro, the world from a different angle. Three-layered lemon and plum cake for the base. Oh, right, right, right. right. White chocolate and profiterole clouds with a lemon biscuit uh, sun sun and clouds to go along with that. Uh, What I wrote here in my notes is, I don't appreciate Paul telling Sandro he didn't practice, just like last week. I feel like they be coming to Sandro, just like last week, I feel like they be coming to Sandro real sideways. Mm-hmm. And it's been me looking at it closer since Nick pointed out, oh, girl, say, that how how Nick Jew took Prue calling Sandro a boy. Mm-hmm. I've been looking at all of this shit a little tighter. And I'm like, it's two weeks straight you've been talking reckless to my man. And I get it. Maybe that's, his, that's I'm rooting for my boy. And I and so I'm taking it a fucking, fucking fucked up way. But I was... I was very unhappy that he was like, you didn't practice. You didn't. I'm like, bro, you know, you understand in any other circumstance, you can get got for that kind of talk. Watch how you speak to me, man. Ugh. I, I just don't recall. Oh, maybe Lord. I need to go back and maybe I need to go back and revisit other seasons, but I just don't recall the judges being like, you know, like, Definitely harsh and like, okay, this is what was wrong, da, da 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 But this, I don't know, there's something about this season's judging that feels very like they were like the disappointed parents a lot. Yeah, it had a it had a, a cruelty to it that again, I I, I again love the love this class bakers have not enjoyed this season, and that's a part of it. The, uh, their judging has been <laughs> judgy in a way that has not been the bake-off way, you know. And like they're uh, trying to appeal more to the American audience. Don't do it that. It feels like. And don't do that. Yeah. I like it so sweet and English and nice. Yeah. And th- this is where I disagree just a little bit because I kind of felt like last season, that's kind of why Janus got um, voted off. Because Cause they harshly uh, judged him, you think? It kind of felt like from the beginning. Like he was, 
Jurgen. Sorry, it's Jurgen, Jurgen, Jurgen. I know who you was talking about. <laughs> so, like right off the bat, he did well. And then yeah. it seemed like since he did so well and was doing so good that he had to do better than himself as time went on. Yeah, they were judging him against I remember we talked about that. Like they weren't judging him against the rest of the contestants. They were judging him against him. Yeah. And I kind of feel like Sanjo falls in the same category because it seemed like I don't know. I don't I don't know. But they didn't why. rock with Sanjo like that in the very beginning. It took them a couple of weeks to really start liking Sanjo. I kind of feel I kind of feel like he did so because a lot like like the the one um Keiki dedicated to his friend. Yeah. Leaps and bounds better than everybody else. But it kind of seemed like uh, their critiques were more harsh than it should have been. It's like, man, his cake shitting on everybody else's. Like everybody else's. No handshakes. But, yes, no handshakes. Um, I don't know. That's why I don't think he's the same as Jurgen because Jurgen was winning Star Baker. He wore like four weeks in a row. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'm I don't just know. like saying it's something, it's something I definitely noticed. Like I said, I, I, it's something I've been, I guess, kind of watching for. And then I really noticed the last week. And this week, I was just like, what's he saying that you didn't? Again, we'll get hold on. I'll get you there. Uh, for Abdul, he went for it's all about the bees. He was going to do a honey, a honey sponge. A hedge, a hedge was going to be the base of it, right? You know what I'm saying? And in there, blackberry jam. He also was going to make raspberry filled profiteroles and an elderflower and almond biscuit beehive with these B shaped macarons. For Shabira, she was going to make an orangutan holding a forest above its head. It's going to be a Genoa sponge, which Shabir pronounced Genoa because that's how you pronounce it. Not Genoese like the rest of them punkers be saying. <laughs> uh, f- flavored with black pepper. And so I was like, oh, I want to know what's going on with that. Uh, filled with blackberry jam covered in chocolate and hazelnut buttercream uh, for the fur of the uh, the uh, orangutan. The head, basically the face, but I guess the head in general, was supposed to be made uh, with uh, layers of tarragon shortbread. Hmm. And the, the whole time, the orangutan is going to be holding up a forest of inverted meringues and strawberry and rhubarb custard tarts. Now, Shabir straight up said she didn't practice this. And they ain't say shit. But they was just accusing Sandro of not practicing it earlier in the shit. It was very upsetting to me. I just was like, what is going on here that y'all is, is riding my mans like this? And I don't know. It just, there's a bit of unfair in that. And like I said, it's been many times, like I said, Sandro came through and like, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll. Body. Maybe they're trying to pay him. Like they're trying to impose a pretty tax on him. Uh, pretty hurts. Pretty hurts. <sighs> Fall out for it. <laughs> As for the judging, Sandro is up first. <laughs> Sandro did not get everything he wanted to get done done. They're supposed to have a whole nother layer to it with some planets and shit popping. He's like, I'm not going to get to it. So let me take out what, t- let me do what I got. Cool. That's a good, that's a good mindset to have and do what you have as, to the best of your abilities. But what they said when he brought it to him was it's a bit messy. They like the color and shape, which goes against you saying it's a bit messy. I just, but, Hello. Was messy was the, was, was the, it was messy was the boulder buns at the bottom. 
They didn't surround yeah. the entire cake. They kind of cut off at a point, but still. Uh, the bread needed to be proved longer, which I thought was wild because he was worried. He, he he was like, oh, my bread. He thought he had left it in there for too long. Mm-hmm. Turns out it wasn't proved long enough. Uh, great flavor. Paul thinks it's burnt, but I don't even think it looked dark. Paul said it was burnt. And if you look at that cake, because they show that cake close up personal, that is not burnt in any way, shape, or form. Uh, it doesn't even look remotely dark. Uh, Prue would enjoy a great big slab of it and a cup of tea. Oh, so how can it be that one same. of my people saying, I, w- I would go ham for this, and one of them is saying, it's burnt. Somebody mm-hmm. wrong here. Just pointing that out to you. Uh, not over, well, for, as for the, uh, the uh, profiteroles, not overly sweet, but very fruity, which is a cool thing to try to pull off, and it goes nice with his white chocolate. But then Paul's like, but what you should have did with this white chocolate was spun it like a lazy Susan and sprinkled this chocolate on like that instead of having the big globs of chocolate that he had on there. And I'm just like, should he have done that? Because that's not the look he was going for. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the baker wanted, which was clouds, not sprinkles of, of sauce all over the place. That's not what was popping here. I'm just mad. I'm gonna go back. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go back and watch just like random episodes of the of the cycles they have available on Netflix and see if I see them being as hard on anybody as they've yeah. been on Sandra. Yeah. Um as for the biscuits, overbaked but good flavor. And so that's just that that is that is how Sandra wrapped up uh finals week in, in the tent. And I was unhappy about it. Uh, Shabir, clever. Could have used more work. They love the colors. Prue thinks too much buttercream. Paul loves it and says it goes great with the with the, the, the cake. Lovely shortbread, however. Buttery and crisp. The tarragon doesn't show up at all. And Prue likes that. Didn't want the tarragon to begin with. <laughs> which is a wild ass thing to say. Because I feel like you should be judged for what you were said you were going to like. You told me it's going to be mm-hmm. a tarragon. And I don't taste tarragon. I should probably taste the damn tarragon. Mm-hmm. Point it out to you. Uh, top not neat, but tastes fantastic. The expectation was that it would be neater. So you hear that. You hear what I just said about Sandra. Neither one of them sound like they knocked it out of the park. Abdul, uh, they like the color. Looks good at a distance, <laughs> but when you get up on it, no. Uh Honey all the way throughout that cake. He really did make that honey flavor show up. And it's not unpleasant. Uh, Prue thought it was a bit overly sweet. The macarons should have been, could have been and should have been, in Prue's opinion, B-shaped. He just made circle macarons. He was like, that's the fattest B. And I was just like, y'all be just really reckless in England. I just want y'all to know that, man. Right? Uh, no dome on the macarons. It was just something uh, uh, Abdul knows. He's like, I overbaked them. They're going to be more like biscuits than macarons. But Paul said they had the, the the other other components of a macaron. You know, it's a good little snap and chew kind of vibe. Uh, the shoe buns, I want you to understand these words that Prue said, are a proper failure. Mm. Bruh. <laughs> that lets you know how how very, very, very poor those uh, those buns turned out to be. The beehive biscuit, though, the biscuit he made, which was basically he used the same biscuit that he used last week for his uh, croquant, was a proper triumph. So it's like, it's like, it's what a, what a, again, you hear all these, this, this particular set of uh, 
I guess, judgment. And I would argue that given what we had, probably Abdul should have won. So, yes, but I knew it was going to be Shabira when Paul and them were talking to Noel and Matt. And he said, he the quickest thing, he said, we're going to talk about this challenge and other challenges. So I was like, oh, they got to open the door for Shabira because they can't, they can't give it to her off of this bake, but they yeah. can't give it to Abdul off of this season. So they had to fix, so they had to bring other bakes into the conversation. Uh, something I didn't mention, uh, no, uh, one of our hosts was not there most of this uh, episode COVID. because he got <laughs> the vid and they show him sitting at that table. And I was like, Baby, go home. You yeah, he don't so look tired. well. <laughs> he don't look well. And I know what it is. They basically was like, you know, do that five days after your first symptom showed up. They did that mm-hmm. shit, rushed them back in, and I'm just like, bro, you look so tired. And mm-hmm. I wish you would just, I just stay. I know it's the final one, and it's a big deal, but get your rest, can, baby. You got. Can you got we kids. talk about Sandro's sister? Bruh, you remember we, we saw? Remember we saw uh, Crystal's sisters last year? Uh-huh. I mean, that whole family fine. Yeah, this whole family fine as fuck. Right, His the mama, mama the mama fine. Like my god. So at one point during this during this series, Sandro uh-huh. says something about Brazil. Yes, being Brazilian. Yes, but then this episode he speaks of being Angolan, and I'm like, is there some kind of Brazilian Angolan connect that I so don't he, know of? So he's never actually said that he was Angolan. He's just always said he was born in Angola. And then I thought I heard his mom speaking Spanish to him and not Portuguese. She did. She did say Te Amo, which yeah. is Spanish. I don't know if Te Amo repeats in Portuguese. Because like I said, I don't think, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so my guess is that they're probably of another nationality or race, but but lived in Africa. Hmm. Man, see, that's the shit you should have told me about. I want to know my man's journey. Right, right. But yeah, his family fine as fuck, y'all. All of them. My God. Every one of them. His old cute and stupid ass. God, man, that man cut that damn fucking. <laughs> he cut that moose. <laughs> <laughs> and I just <laughs> Like, he's so pretty. And he, so when dumb. he realized it, too, when he realized, he was like, oh, I should have. Uh, Oh, I was like, oh, baby. Oh, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, God, he's so pretty. I'm just so glad that the season is over because now I can unmute him on Instagram. (laughs) So that's 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 my favorite part about this is when the season finishes, I go follow everybody. Everybody who I want to follow. And, yeah. and, and and so that, 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 of course, it was Sandro. It was Shabira. It was Maxie. I think that might be it. <laughs> Not, yeah. No disrespect to others, but that's who I get down with. You know what I'm saying? Uh, props to having an all people of color uh, 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 final. It's very dope. I don't know if that's happened in the past. And I was very excited to see that. Uh, just to, like I said, I, I truly enjoyed this class of bakers. Just the challenges they did this season. So from so on, I think there's some work to be done. And we hope uh, next, next go round uh, is... Uh, considerably better than this one was and it's like i need more baking actual baking don't be on that stove top <laughs> like, like i need you whipping up shit uh you're it's like what aunt said they instead of trying to like do new creative things like stick with the shit you do every time yeah. 
<laughs> bro, they should be making baked Alaskas, Bavois, all them weird ass dome fucking mm-hmm. bombs and all them shits because them they work and they're fun. Mm-hmm. And it's good to see. It's good. To, it's interesting to see bakers can pull that off. So yeah. we'll see. I think there's uh, enough variety in in the bakes where they can have a formula without going too far to the left. No more tacos. No more Mexican week. Like, yeah, I I, I think just do English week. Just do, okay, we're going to do some traditional, you know, the UK bakes. Just do all UK. Because then you got uh, Scotland, you got Wales, you got Northern Ireland, and you got the UK itself. And that's enough differentiation that you could have a real good time with that. And so, just keep mm-hmm. that shit to what you to your country, and it, it'll be, it'll probably work better for you because <laughs> you don't know shit mm-hmm. about Mexico. Clear as day, that is obvious. Your winner of the cake platter, series thirteen of the Great British Bake Off, is indeed Shabira, and as God intended. <laughs> if if you look at uh, Shabira overall, the the champ is here, no doubt, no mm-hmm. doubt. You just look at this episode, it was Abdul. Take that to the bank. But mm-hmm. Shabira won. And it was, and it's again, it's what I love so much about this show is how much they celebrate each other and how hyped they were. You don't even see a little, you don't even see a little speck of hate or jealousy from people. It's like, that's my girl, and she did that. And I'm so proud of her for doing that. And it's just a delight to see. And they uh, they finally got to have families back in the tent. You know, to celebrate, you know what I'm saying? Because COVID has just been basically crew, the crew and the bakers, which has been fine, but it's like nice to see the the carnival festivities kind of come back and come back mm-hmm. big. And it looks so fun. I'm very, I'm very, like I said, very happy with uh with the way this all kind of played itself out. Just mad at Paul Hollywood. And three, on. um, three people of color. Yeah. In the yeah. final episode. So I, I I go up for it. I'm very, I'm very excited. I was very excited for that. Again, I'm not sure I've seen it happen before. So there we go. And uh, there you go, people. That was Bake Off. Oh, you know what? I guess I should give you some uh, poll results because I certainly have not looked at them. <laughs> the polls are like, so I always put them out like one day past the when we put the show up. Mm-hmm. And I constantly, all of a sudden, my phone will be like, you have poll results. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, I do. I did do that. <laughs> all right. Who do I think should? Who do I want to win the series? This series of Great British Bake Off. Hundred percent of the votes of uh, Sandro because we was Ooh. all Sandro stands. And, and where? <laughs> uh, again, we're gonna take a week off, so you won't have us next week. But then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk uh, the Big Brunch on HBO Max. I would tell you to start watching now if you want to get down with the get down, or don't. You can listen to what we say about it and can see if you want to watch it. I think it's going to be a great time. And I think, and I hope you'll join us along on that. Uh, what else is going on in the world? Twitter is burning down. It's not really something Ooh. we're going to talk about deeply on this show. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I already have made myself a Hive account. I have made myself a Mastodon account, but Mastodon was absolute garbage. Garbage. But Hive, so far, delight. So, same name over there, Taylor Seven Thirteen. You can you can catch us all over there. You know what it is, the vibes. That the, the, thank you both. This has been a delight. It was yes. such a fun a fun series. Like I said, I, I was so happy to do it with you guys again. 
I'm glad we got together and put it down on paper. I got the E pointing in the, in the right direction finally. <laughs> Across the board, the E should be going to the left for creme patissier. <laughs> Respect it. Uh, thank you both for, like I said, spending these last uh, 10 weeks with uh, with me and, uh, and doing the damn thing. Uh, like I said, it is a delight and can't wait to make more. And so that's that's I'm, I'm very excited for that. Uh, I don't know if y'all have anything to say to, to your listeners as we wrap this particular series up. Well, thank you both for doing this. This is always my jam. Um, it feels sad, but not sad because we're going to be right back. I'm coming right back. <laughs> Go catch your breath. That's it. <laughs> Plus, I don't even have to host it. I get to just sit and be like, yeah, you get bitch. to be a guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be fun. The one thing I would like to say is uh, you should send us all Jamie Dodgers. I've what had those. Dodgers. Have you not had Jamie Dodgers? I've never even heard of it. So those are the English biscuits that have a little heart in it. They have a little jam in it. Um, that just means I got to send you some Jamie Dodgers. Not on I? I think I've had the, is it like just the biscuit and they come in a sleeve that don't have the jam inside? Is it the same biscuit? Maybe. Um, <laughs> I know I I've had the those. Biscuits. They're like yeah, they're like cookies. They come in a sleeve. They kind of favor a Ritz cracker, but it's sweet. Huh. I think they're from the UK. I don't know. With Jamie Dodgers, with a couple, you'll be all right, homie. I'll tell you Sounds right now. Delish. <laughs> they Sounds do, they delish. Do, they do the do. <laughs> so I got I, I got to give it up to Jamie Dodgers. Jamie Dodgers and McVitie's uh, Digestive Biscuits. McVitie's. You can get Mc, you can get McVitie's at Giant Eagle around my way, so you can just go to the grocery store and snag you some McVitie's, real breezy. I tell you that. <laughs> so that one's that was a simple win, people. All right, this is Crimpton CCA. It's a great British Bake Off podcast. We're very good at what we do. We'll see you here back here in a couple of weeks to talk another baking show or cooking show at that point. Cookery, little cookery in that one, and it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a delight. But I'm so glad you all joined us for this series, and uh, we'll catch you again soon. Until then, get your bake on. Hey, what happened to you? You used to be beautiful.